Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're gonna mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. I'm recording. All right, we've got, we've got Brett here. He dusted off his mic and headphones to join wow. me. We gotta, I gotta remember how to do this over here. It's been, even though it's only been a couple of weeks, I'm like, wait, how do I talk again? What, what, what do I say? I'm how honestly laughing say? because what? like we went through that entire thing of like, we told that story multiple times about our like miscommunication with your <laughs> podcast. And now yeah. it's not even a thing anymore. I know. I know. I mean, listen, that was, at least we got that done before just life took over and make things, made things complicated. Literally. <laughs> that was, that I couldn't have ended until, and you know, I'll, I'll always say to like, you know, you never say never. Maybe you could come back in some other kind of rise from the, like a Phoenix form right. later on. But, um, but yeah, like we just needed you. And then it's like, okay. Oh God. I'm so sorry, Ooh. everyone. Ooh. <laughs> that That's living in New York for you. Yeah. Okay. Wait, but like, just life was too busy. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, right? Like, I mean, I think yeah, being transparent on my end, there was a lot of shit that I was getting away with, like, you know, working like a full time yeah. nine to five, 10 to six, whatever being remote. Um, yeah. I mean, there were times I felt like I was getting away with like murder, whether it's like what I'm wearing on a regular basis. The fact that I can like either wake up right before a meeting I'm supposed to have, or just look like a horror show. Right. Uh, so I'm getting away with things in that regard, but I think really the only reason i personally was able to balance both you know like the structure nine to five yeah. and the podcast was just because of this era we're in and uh, right. although i'm not back to the office or anything yet it's coming soon ish maybe and when that happens i'm like oh i literally don't know how i'm gonna do this like it it started to feel well, you'd have to do it like, like after work all the time which you know, some people can't yeah. do. And then, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also too, the nature of our, you know, podcast, it obviously became, you know, a recap podcast weekly, just like a lot of the pods out there. And then in the off season, we would have lovely people like you. And, and we actually, I think both of us enjoyed both being Camille and I enjoyed those more because one, it was just like more fun to like talk to people and it didn't feel quite as, uh, you know, same old, same old over and over again. It was fun to follow the rabbit hole and see where the conversation went. Um, but what was nice about those types of episodes is that, you know, I mean, even yours, we recorded and then it came out weeks later. Yeah. And with the timely nature of recap I kept thinking I wasn't like, like, wasn't good enough because it just oh, kept yeah, on airing. Like, no, and just, I was like, okay. We decided to go in a different direction. Yeah, I was like, oh, you, got like, it. Uh, like internship PTSD literally, over there. Literally, literally. I'm just <laughs> so much anxiety about yeah everything all the time. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. So like, I think just the timely nature of everything, while both Camille and I were balancing a lot of other, you know, things, just it, it was starting to get to the point, I think, for me, 
where I was asking myself, like, why am I doing this? Like, what is my why? Because we weren't looking, you know, even though we did have, um, you know, an ad sales partner. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were still in baby stages. So it right. by no means was some sort of cash cow. I <laughs> mean, no. We actually got like our, our last paycheck of like a very small amount uh wet like the day we decided to um at least go on hiatus. did you at least make like 10 bucks or something 20 bucks it was more than 10 nice it was, uh, yeah so we'll take it you know interesting yeah i mean i get i i get it and i obviously last week announced the ending of my pod which uh you texted me everyone was so nice <laughs> Like, wow. Yeah. Well, so how are you? I mean, you talked a little bit about it, but what are your... Because I feel like you and I have similar feelings about both of ours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'll, put, I'll let you put it into your own Well, I just like, you know, the. I mean, I, everyone's first question is like, why? And I'm like, okay, like, I don't think people... I don't do my podcast like a lot of others in that, like, I do everything myself. I do the mm. booking... I do all the research. I watch every episode of someone's appearance on a show before I interview them. I edit the whole thing. Like most, I I put my my audio into Final Cut and like I go through the whole hour and I like, you know, edit. And that takes a long time. And it's just like, and I've only, I think I've only not done an episode like maybe four or five times in four years. So Mm, like, wow. It just is a lot of work and like I'm, I'm spread really thin and as I said like with the internship being nine to five and then school being six to nine like similar to you right like where yeah. is this gonna fit in mm-hmm. everything I just couldn't yeah, find right. that spot anymore that it was gonna fit into my life so yeah, yeah. so with it ending like how are your feelings around it like because it's probably lots of mixed emotions I would no I mean it's really sad like I got a little weepy it's really sad this has been um a labor of love for four years now I have loved everyone I've ever talked to I've loved my Facebook group and all the people in that um and I've met so many cool people because of like you know I feel like we got like got even closer because of podcasts because we've yeah, been talking, right. you know, and all that stuff. And um, so yeah, it's it's really sad. It's bittersweet. It's gonna be weird not listening to my voice. I listen to all of my episodes, <laughs> so it's gonna be weird not listening yeah. to my voice every Tuesday. Um, but it, I think it's coming at a good time. Like it's either now or it's in a year when I graduate. And so I felt like the best thing was just to. To do it now, to step away. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, no, it's a, an end of an era. I mean, yeah, I like almost time is fake in that I forgot that it was four right. dang years. Man. Literally four years. I've never <sighs> done anything that long in my life, I don't think, minus the podcast. That was my longest relationship, my longest oh job, my, my longest interest in anything. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy though. Like, but of course, like I was thinking of who I wanted to bring on 
And I just like I was like I was like I need Brett just one more time. Oh shucks! I like to be at the uh, you know like the the farewell tour. This if is you will. the farewell tour. I mean, yeah. like I have a couple people on that are you know your standard reality stars that I ask the questions, but. I, I, I guess I never really realized how much people like just like hearing me talk like w- like with a friend, you know, like everyone yeah. loves the Brandy episodes because we're just like shooting the shit. So, yeah, right. so I thought I'd give people finally <laughs> yeah. what they want, which is just as I'm watching Love Island, bah, 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 well, ban- I go bans because I think of uh, Chloe because uh-huh. that's well, that's, you know, crossover over there, you know, the bah, are yeah. you watching? So I'm so I have watched Love Island, Love. but the the level of commitment is a lot. It is for a me. lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And now like I, yeah, you're right. Continue. Yeah, cause, yeah, no, cuz like I really want to be into it and from what I've seen like I always really like it, but then I'm also a person who especially with like a reality show, I like watching it live like when it's happening so right. it can be like Reality TV in general is just communal for me. Like I want to talk about like last week's episode and the favorites and like who I who I don't like and all of this stuff. And if I'm watching something that's you know years old, it doesn't have like that same magnetism yeah. for me. Like if I'm catching up on old seasons of Love Island, and then too like with this, like when it's currently on and it's on like multiple days. Oh my god! Uh, like if I miss like one or two, yeah, I'm like I can't. <laughs> it's like I can't when do it because I, I know to watch all of this because I know the, I just. The, the US version just started, obviously, um, on Hulu, I think. And then they just put the current UK version on Hulu, too. So now I'm watching mm. US and UK simultaneously. It's a lot. Wait, so, like, how many? Let's see if we can do quick math. So, like, in a week, how much Love time Island do is I watch? Love Island time. Well, okay. So, this, I don't know if you're let. I watch TV in the background, like, all day, mm. every day. Yeah. So, I could watch, like, 10 hours of Love, Love Island in one day because it's just on in the background like as I'm working. Yeah, right. But like that I'm invested in like, oh my God, at least two hours a day that I'm like sitting, watching, Damn. and then maybe that's like three days a week. So that's a lot. Yeah, yeah it's a good amount of time. You know what's interesting with that too is like I definitely get having stuff like that on in the background, but I feel like I'm starting to try to do that less because I think I've really realized that when I do that, I'm not like absorbing anything. Nothing. Like, I'm not like I'm not like being productive with like work, like especially like listening to a podcast. I'm not actually understanding what's happening right. when I'm, you know, and who just got introduced and all that. It's like when you're reading really late at night and you're yeah. just like reading a page and you're there. But if I had to tell you one one little thing, one word that was on that page that I just read, I'm no, like, no, I couldn't do it. No idea. And then I'm like, okay, so should I just like focus if, what, a, what a concept maybe focus on one that. thing and then you know just do that and allocate time a bit I don't know I don't know where to fall I don't he does I feel like know. multitasking is kind of a myth a um, little bit a, a bit a bit now I'm just like British all the time I was like, yeah, talking on the yeah. flexiest that's your new era that's British your new creative accent. yeah it's just listen I have worked with people who faked a British really? accent so that's like a yeah it was like a whole thing I don't know if I would a fake whole it, thing but I guess I understand yeah okay wait 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 obviously we have to talk a little bit about Bachelorette but what's unique is that you went on vacation with our Bachelorette Katie like right before everything started 
And it definitely seemed like a clubhouse group. Like it was you and Stefan and who else? Tammy. Yeah. Yeah, there's like um there was like Garen and then there's um, Elsie from Love is Blind. Yeah. No, it's a very good group. I mean, I think with Clubhouse in general, and you were there for like the Clubhouse glory sort of. days. I yeah. I don't really go on there anymore just because I think it's a different I lost time it. now. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I would describe Clubhouse to anybody who's not as familiar with it when it was in its prime, in my opinion, was it very much had this like you're on like a group call back when you were like a teen with mm-hmm. your friends and you're just like talking about nonsense that like I couldn't sum up to people like what we talked about for four or five hours. It would just be streams hours. of consciousness of randomness. Yeah. But it well, just... I remember like I remember when Katie was showing up in rooms and I was like, oh, like, wow, I'm surprised that she's like allowed to do this or whatever. But that's when obviously <laughs> like everyone got got close and then I I'm assuming that trip was kind of like maybe a last hurrah before life gets really crazy yeah no right exactly I mean she had just wrapped up with uh you know filming and I mean you know maybe we'll find her there I mean I think everybody there there's there's definitely like some west coast envy that I'm feeling I mean I'm like a New York or nowhere type of person so there's there's no part of me that could ever entertain you know the idea of being over there at least like in this era of life you know maybe when i have like a family someday right. like that could be different but man like there's a lot of people in the, especially like san diego in particular it's like what happened like san diego just became this spot it's and it's for me like i feel like tammy may might like go there yeah, I think she's trying to do like the uh, like the bi-coastal fancy. She can that I don't I don't know how to do that. Like just to be like bi-coastal, per- like it's the dream. But I wish I could I'm do like, that, but I know I can't. I know I cannot. Yeah, you're telling me you spent a week. You probably you can't say anything, but like she didn't spill anything. No, not really. I mean, like I think there's some like very little details that like aren't even all that juicy and interesting that were spilled but i think i had i was making a cognizant effort to not pry because and this is beyond like katie but i've been friends with you know other leads like when they're either going into their season or during their season like becca i was and i don't know i just am mindful of like not wanting to to cross like a boundary in that friendship because i value like the friendship more than like the goss you know like i'm not gonna do anything with that you know true so i don't know it's like i I, it's not like i need it for any sort of like scoop that's not even really what i do in my vague adjacency to this whole world but yeah i don't know i mean i think (laughs) how i think it kind of happens too sometimes not necessarily with her but with with other people in the franchise is like I would kind of describe this like a Sorcerer's Stone Harry Potter situation where the people who don't want it, like who don't want the goss, the goss just like appears in their pocket. Uh-huh. And if you're like actively trying to seek the goss, then it's like, okay, well, why do you want to know it? Like it just becomes a little, uh, there's a there's a trust. So there. as someone yeah. who's not actively seeking the goss, it might fall into your lap more. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does, you know, and, and it's like a slow slow process where you like learn little things and yeah. can kind of like put things together but i genuinely don't know like anything ultimately major 
Okay, so what are we what are we thinking? I this will air on Tuesday, so in the next episode, we're obviously not going to have the updated. But let's just talk so far. What are we thinking? Well, so far, I'll tell you who like really yes. for a loop was like Connor being sent home because I really like him. She had and the ick though. You could yeah. Tell. I know, I know. I mean, that's like the thing that sucks, and I think you and I probably experience that in like New York dating all the time. It's where someone like their their resume, if you will, is like all there. Where it's like, oh, like you know, I'm really attracted to this person. Like we have a lot in common, but as far as there being that genuine chemistry, it's just not there. And I th- think those are more maddening to me if than like a like a bad date. Like if I have a bad date with a girl and there's something like a story to tell, like I had like a sort of bad ish date recently and I walked away from that date, like actually happy because I was like, Oh, like this is different than a lot of the dates that I go on where it's like, Oh, we just didn't click. And it was like know, bad. It was just sort of this lukewarm. Yeah. It was like sort of bad. Why? <laughs> Wait, tell me person, everything. So the person might, listen to this so, because no. I know she's like a fan no she might genuinely she's um, famous no no but she's just like in you're world. so annoying I am annoying <laughs> yeah we're, we're gonna be annoying but okay, like fine. but yeah no like I would say that for the most part a lot of the dates that I have in New York are just like one or two dates and then just for whatever reason even if the you know the resume is there for like both of you like it's a pretty like mutual like eh, you know like there's just this yeah something's missing thing well something so i just was confused because like at least on night one he, they, she was like super into him like i do think it was his kissing style that was probably a bit of a turn off it's a little bit too like too much for me yeah but, you know some yeah. people might feel differently but she like she got the ick like bad yeah. you could see it on her face yeah yeah and then plus too like if you i can even see it on that last date that they had with like caitlin and jason where where when as soon as you're trying to convince someone or yourself that you like someone it's like game over by a mile like every time i've done that just like oh that's just like death's door (laughs) right there you're done yeah poor connor he's so nice it's funny because like you could tell that was the first time that like a breakup was was like really hard for her but mm, I think yeah. it's just it's like how do you break up with someone who's just like super freaking nice like nothing's yeah. really wrong he's just you got the ick yeah when you don't have a reason you know it sucks when you don't have a reason it's not like totally you, like the worst something they did or yeah it's just awful uh, yeah and oh my god the whole like what did you think of the whole masturbation thing can we can we touch on that yeah I thought I mean I thought it was like I mean, I thought it was, like, fine. You know, I think a lot of people were very, like, up in arms about it. Or, or like, I don't know. I just, I didn't really care. <laughs> you know, I was just, like, there are other things to expend, like, energy on, like, being, um, you know, saying, like, oh, like, this shouldn't have happened or whatever. I mean, I, I mean, sure, there's, like, an irony in it where the person who initially came out of, like, their limo with a vibrator is all of a sudden going to be the person who... Because I could, I kind of gathered it was maybe her idea or maybe it was a mix. Because usually, usually I'm like, oh, all of these things are producer driven, blah blah blah. Right. But it did sort of seem. You thought she came up on that herself? Not necessarily just herself, but I think maybe she 
I don't know, like pitched it as like a as an idea. But this is based off of literally nothing. So it just, it's I was like, like complete well, guess. It was just so I was like, is that? I mean, okay, is this something where, like, does that mean a guy is is strong or manly if he doesn't masturbate? I think it's just, maybe it's like a. I don't know. It's like this, like suspense for the drama thing, where it's like when you're finally able to like make out with the person, it's gonna be that much more into. I don't know. Maybe I don't know exactly, but I okay. I suppose. I just the whole time I was like, what is the point of this? Yeah, I mean the thing is, I did feel for them too because like especially if they're not traveling, they're just like hanging out while other people are on their group dates, their one on ones. It's gotta be boring, you know. And like, listen, I'm I'm like many others guilty for just you know partaking every course, once in a the while. Whoa, whoa. Gotta uh, do the whoa, yeah, whoa. when when you're just like may as well, my, you know, I it's might like as well. yeah, just just why not, you know? That's so I I feel. I feel for the guys that they didn't have that uh, that little outlet, if you the will, for, for more boredom, more boredom than anything. It's than really boring. Just, like, yeah, pressure. the boredom is the issue there. It's like it's. I was I was on um, Blake Horseman's podcast, and he was like, "I never even I never did that the whole time on Becca season until hometowns." It's like it's so weird because there's nothing to do, but you also like don't even think about that. Like I never once thought about like sneaking off to masturbate. Yeah. I don't know why that's just not a, a thought. Cause you'd yeah. think you're like the most sexually frustrated you've ever been. Yeah. I think it's, you know what it, it <laughs> I feel like people who are maybe like more comfortable with the process probably could be like, eh, whatever. I'll like, f- you know, life finds a way, you know, where they'll just find some, whether it's a shower, whether it's just like some other private spot, they're just like, whatever, I'll do it. Um, but I, I kind of equate it to like when you go back to your like parents home, it's like theoretically you could, but there's a little bit more of this, like I could get caught. I could, you know, like just, there isn't a lot of privacy. I will say that there's not yeah. a whole lot of privacy involved in this whole experience. Right. So just because you can, you know, like I think I, I still think I would be of the mind of like, I don't know. I don't want to risk it. So therefore I'm just going to not. Who do we, who are we liking right now? Like, let's see who's out of who's like, I, you know, so I like Blake and I know that like a lot of people don't, I, I just, like I don't Blake. really, you like Blake too. I do. But I, I think like what people hold against them is the, uh, like when Claire and Dale, you know, got together, he was all like, I got like a, like he was definitely not happy with that and he right. was kind of like bitter and then he had that line of like i even bought like a a book on you know i forget like um is it uh, alzheimer's dementia or alzheimer's yeah yeah i'm forgetting exactly which one it was but um and like i get that um where it's like gets yeah, kind of like a weird entitled thing to say where it's like i read a book on this therefore you should be my wife like i don't really know the the following down the rabbit hole logic there that being said i think especially in uh like this past year and a couple you know the past couple years really especially honestly as i've gotten to uh you know befriend certain people it, it kind of just humanizes the show a little bit and i've always approached this show and trying to be you know, as kind as possible. And then for some people it slips where I'm like, well, I don't think we're going to be friends because like of that last tweet. Um, oh. But I, I think, uh, I don't know. I'm just not really super into holding 
things that aren't like intensely egregious uh, against people for like all of time, especially when it's in this like manufactured rab lab, you know, rat lab experiment of a show that we have. Cause there's just, uh, you know, a lot there that, you know, I don't really want to know what I would become in like that atmosphere and environment. It's funny because I had Blake on my podcast right after Clasha's season. And, um, I want to listen back because I he, remember he had tweeted something to Katie or about Katie or something. And so I asked him about the tweet and I want to remember what he said, but he, he like kind of didn't like brush it off, but I'm like, now I'm wondering, like, was he thinking about going back then? And like, obviously just couldn't say anything or like something, something like that. Because yeah. I did ask about Katie and yeah. lo and behold, now he's top, uh, at least as of this week, top f- six. Top six. Or is it, I don't even know how many, I think it's like, I thought it was like eight. Eight, eight, six or eight. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, I'm like, oh my God, he's freaking doing it. I really like him. I, I learned a lot about him, which is why I love the podcast. Um, while I recorded with him and got to humanize him a bit. And he obviously like his interest in, uh, animals is so cool. And you know, like protecting the environment, protecting the planet. But yeah, I mean like obviously that tidbit of information was not great but like if i if i judge someone off of like a tidbit then who am i but um i like him and i think they're actually like very well matched like i could i could see it i'm i'm trying to be unspoiled this season obviously it's hard but um yeah but i like them together and she clearly yeah. is like smitten with him i think yeah and no so i think like the chemistry is best between those two for sure i mean i think it's probably a close call between him and greg um as far as like just pure yeah chemistry there um i so feel I would like say, greg is slipping though because yeah, I mean, like yeah he's he's doing the whole thing where he's like needing constant validation validation which she's like i feel like happily given him multiple times um, yeah. but at some point, like if that's probably going to get old because as you're like needing validation and crying all the time about whatever, like Blake is doing the boom box and, and yeah. he's like, Hey babe, I'm here. And I'm like, Greg, you got to get your shit together. Cause she really yeah. likes him, but I feel like he's self-sabotaging a, a bit. Yeah. I feel like I'm like Greg neutral. And I think a big part of that stems from like right out the gate when people are, were like a head over heels for him. I always kept get, I don't know. I think it's this natural inclination to not be on the bandwagon that it's like some weird hipster part of my brain that's like well like i like this other person that you don't you know um i also i honestly feel like i've had like really weird um you know contrary opinions like this this season like for example i didn't really i didn't really get the hate for hunter that much i was like sort of really confused harmless my god yeah that was like the aaron Aaron just needs to one week like pick a person he wants to get rid of and like launch an attack against them and it was unfortunately Hunter who's like okay maybe a little bit like overconfident or what I mean who cares like god the guy was harmless seriously yeah Yeah. I think I got like because we had like three 
villainous arcs you know of the season so far we had like carl in the beginning and then we had thomas and then we had hunter and i was less on board with each villainization like i think as it went you know with carl like I, I think I just, like, know people who sort of carry themselves, like, especially in New York. You know, but, like, with where they're, like, boisterous and they say a lot without really saying anything at all. It's, like, that exact energy. That's so New Yorkers. Yeah, right. And then with Thomas, I didn't really hold, like, the Bachelor stuff against him because I'm like, whatever. But I think what I was a little kind of cautious about was when... You know he was asked a question he did seem to like dodge a lot and not really give a straight answer to a lot of different things so that my wasn't issue wasn't the bachelor thing. thing with him more, more and it wasn't really obviously an issue but it's like he definitely i felt like was answering everything perfectly like he he was like i know i'm yeah. on tv and i'm very like not media trained but just like he knew what he was saying a yeah lot. right yeah like just like a little little too polished yeah i'm like okay you're very polished like dude yeah. say something dumb say something bad yeah yeah and yeah so i think it was like red flag for carl it's kind of like an orange flag yellow flag for for thomas in my head and then it's just like a regular flag for hunter like i'm just not just on board with it like a, a, a light yellow yeah just like a just like a cute flag okay do yeah. we think michael a who i don't think is going to win does, is he getting the Bachelor edit? I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think that's like, what he's getting right now. Yeah. I think, like, out of anyone, he's, like, the leading contender. I mean, I would I would say either him or, like, Andrew or Greg, honestly. Like, those three, like, I could... Greg's not doing it for me. I don't think... I think he, Greg had it in the beginning. I think he's He did have it in the beginning. That edit a little bit more. Andrew, I adore. I could, I would love it to be Andrew. Um, but yeah. I just feel like Michael is getting that, like, quintessential Bachelor edit. Like, not really yeah. getting involved in anything. Um, yeah. He obviously has had several opportunities to tell his story, which, like, we haven't really seen anyone else necessarily get their, like, story told or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I, I could see it happening. And I'd be, I'd be here for it. I think for me, like, the top two for bachelor were or are uh you know michael a is probably number one and then andrew was right up there for me i think like the twitter stuff from a while ago wait what uh, is gonna he had like some tweets no, that were i mean that's really? like a whole thing yeah yeah it was oh, him and no, justin I missed that yeah justin's were from a little bit longer ago like justin too high school yeah justin was actually just on uh, bachelor happy hour and he talked about it a little bit what yeah did he so say? I, yeah yeah i mean he was i think he handled it well he was apologetic yeah i mean, yeah, I, mean it, I i think they they being like the franchise you know like they've obviously now been here before yeah um so i, I did kind of gather they they were a little bit more you know on top of their response for things As so i'm, I'm sure that be. they you know so i don't know because you know, I don't think it would have... I guess it would have made sense because he did have a one-on-one, but, you know, I don't know if that was already pre-planned. It's like, well, we're just going to, like, address this now. Or if he was, like, moved up a slot for Bachelor Happy Hour to address. But I know that they were also hinting at it for, like, a week. Like, as soon as, like, the, the tweets, you know, again, like, it's, like, a Reddit thing. They're like, uh, we got to address came out. this. We got to talk about Yeah. This. So, I mean... I didn't know that. I Bummer. Know. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah, so, of course, it... I, I don't 
fully know where I've landed, especially with with Justin yet, because that his are a lot older, um, and then like Andrews are a little bit more recent. I don't know. It's 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 tough, um, but of course it somewhat like tarnishes the, you know, like the <laughs> the intensity of the of the fan fever. Um, but I don't know. I honestly still think that Andrew could be in the running for it still. Um, but I think Michael A is like now surged a little bit ahead just because yeah he's just a very um lexi grew up with him like they're she knows his family yeah so she's she's like team michael a yeah i also loved how hype he was for the drag race yes uh, port group date like that was like a a, talk about green flags i love a guy who is like open to drag yeah and plus too like you know you have like the uh i think he would I mean, he literally like fits this narrative like in his own way, but uh, he has like a little bit of a Jason Mesnick. He does. So I think that would be kind of cool to to have. He looks really good with facial hair too. Yeah, he's got to keep the facial hair. That's like uh, I feel like every single week it looks wildly different. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, how fast does he grow facial hair? Because it's just. You know, he was a little bit more clean shaven this week, but now if you see him do interviews, it's like a whole, it's like a whole thick thing. It's a lot. So, I have a tangent, tangent for you. Okay. Um, so my sister and her boyfriend have a Peloton and I say this cause you're oh, obsessed with Peloton. Boy. So, oh, yeah. so anyway, they were like, well, we were in Nashville and hadn't worked out in a minute. And Richard was like, um, let's do a workout video. And I was, I didn't know that Peloton also has workout videos. I thought it was yeah. only the bike. Yeah. So anyway, we do this video and it was really fun. And I was like, oh my God, I want to, I want to start working out at home. Like I can't afford a gym membership, but, and then they were like, oh, "Oh, you can just, um, just join, uh, like put your account on ours. And I was like, what? So now I have a Peloton account and obviously like don't have a bike, don't plan to get one. But every day I've been doing like a 10 minute. Listen, it's the gateway drug, man. It really is. I mean, never uh, say never. I might have to get the bike at this point. See, now that, now that I know that you're even, even in the realm of convincibility, I'm going to be so fucking annoying now. I'm going to be like, hey, you know, so like, it's really reasonable if you break it up in monthly payments, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I even regret, you know, because I could go on about Peloton stuff for Well, a while. yeah, I obviously watch every, well, if you, if you follow, you should follow Brett, but if you don't, he has this gorgeous view from his apartment of the city. Not it's bad. like the stupidest view I've ever seen. And of course, the Peloton is like right out there, which is super inspiring. And I yeah, swear, I swear you do like that. 17 rides a day. It's, it's a good amount. Well, a big, I definitely feel like I've found like my fitness thing, right? Cause I've definitely had such an up and down relationship with like body image, fitness, all of that. And like, you know, working out, I mean, talk about like for the right reasons, you oh, know, it's, it's very much like that where I think with Peloton for me, uh, the reason I'm very into it is one, I've become like a especially because of like pandemic stuff, more of a morning workout person because I can like feasibly do it better. I mean, once we go back in the office, we're going to see. We're going to talking to to wake up early. Yeah, a little different. Um, But then too, like I just really love, like there's a a couple of people that I know who just got bikes also. So it's honestly really similar to like Bachelor stuff and why I got pulled into Bachelor because I loved having like this ritualistic thing yeah. that happened every single Monday and I could talk to like my friend Jesse who I think you met uh, and, and yeah we can just talk about like oh like who do you like on Bachelor you know it's just this way to stay connected to people and Peloton's been that same thing where 
I can ask like, oh, like I'm doing this, you know, Thursday, 8 a.m. workout like with Allie. Do you want to like join me for that? And then we, that served as like a launching pad to just like talk more with my friends. And that's always good. I'm going to have to get a bike. I I think you're going to have to. I think you're going to have to. Don't you want to talk to me even more and bond with me even more? We can deepen Well, it's funny because, like, you know, Lexi has her little Apple Watch or whatever, and she's so obsessed with, like, competing with people. Or, or, like, you know, she'll watch people throughout the day. And I'm like, this could be our equivalent of, like, accountability Apple Watch situation. Yeah. It's like Peloton buddies except we're not necessarily going to match up because i don't have the bike but like every day i've done like a 10 minute ab and maybe like a 30 with, with who do you have a favorite instructor I, I, really, I can i can talk about this for a while oh, so i'm sure you steer could the podcast listen you don't have the podcast anymore you have all this peloton time to work I have with to find time so many rides activity. oh man well you know what's so funny is like i five years ago when I lived here like to make extra cash I was doing like random modeling shit and I modeled with this girl named Callie Gullickson who is on Peloton as a instructor and I was like oh my god do you know what she teaches no but do I have the Peloton app on my phone um I don't think I do yet she I just saw her she was on my main page but I think she teaches like more the the weight or the oh, not the okay. bike but gotcha. the like training yeah, stuff yeah but then as i was scrolling through i saw this one girl that you posted about the other day olivia oh yeah she's my favorite absolute favorite yeah oh, the she? reason she's my favorite is because she kicks my ass, she's an ass like she's kicker. like this little she's this little, like, little tiny person uh yet like there are times and i love her for a lot of different stuff whether it's like the bike stuff or her core stuff in particular was really really great um she just had like a spice girls core thing that i'm gonna do later so i'm excited about Cute. that I, can i'll do it. it with you hell yeah let's say i'm doing it in like 45 minutes so oh um, i forgot to tell you after your birthday i went to the other birthday <laughs> there's yeah. everyone's having birthdays so my the night portion birthday um was at this girl's house and it was like a big big canadian group of people i met dale oh shit wow that's so there you go was that like at all an encounter that you had thought might happen well i was never i was not expecting it in any way i it was a a bunch of friends of uh basically my sister's uh boyfriend because he's canadian and um i when he walked in i was like I was like, oh, like, that guy looks a, a lot like Dale. And then I was like, oh, my God, that's Dale. And then I was like, is Claire with him? I was like, because I, I obviously I'm friends with Claire. Sure. Um, but she had flown back to, uh, I think she was going to, where was she? Uh, Santa? I don't know. California. She's going back to California. Yeah. She flew out that night. Um, so, but yeah, I went up to him and I was like, hi, Dale. I'm Olivia. I'm Claire's friend. He was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. He was really nice. So, uh, approve of of Dale. But I just was like, everyone is so different, like in person, you know, than they look on TV. Right. So it's just so interesting because he just like, I mean, he's tall. He's like six, one or six, two, but like on TV. Right. And like next to Claire, who's very tiny, he looks like, you know, like six, eight. He's like, not that big of a dude kind of thing. So, yeah, um, yeah. so that was interesting. Met Dale. Yeah. You know, it's, so that's amazing to hear. I still have to meet him. I mean, yeah. You know, what's nice is like bachelor world's getting more of a New York presence. We're pulling people, you know? Um, I feel like the people I'm closest with most part aren't in New York. So I don't know how that happened. Um, oh, but like that, what that kind of 
reminds me like tangent wise is uh you know like when i've either befriended a good amount of people because of this franchise or what have you a lot of people you know they ask like oh how is so and so in person so and so in person like who's the person you met who was like the meanest or was like a dick and i'm like honestly there's like maybe one that like i've met that i was like eh, whatever that i had like a weird interaction with it's definitely you that's why i've talked to you all the fucking time yeah it was you i'm just a glutton for punishment um no but like i overall have found that like yeah everybody i've met has been like super warm and welcoming and not like what people would expect where it's like oh well like i'm you know like i'm a reality star oh, therefore God, yes. i can't associate with the the peasants with the all of a sudden they're like the the, the, the peasants of oh my the world. god no, i'm on this elevated plane uh, no so like i've never found that and i was thinking about the groups in my life that have been the most that way and you know who it was is fucking theater kids really? they were the ones who were like the meanest in my life yeah and it's, and also i really thought about it a lot recently because i was looking back even to like high school obviously there was like the the dickish like jock type yeah. and it's like the stereotype that honestly the theater kids were meaner and they felt like a little bit more exclusionary because i got into theater when i was more like a junior like tail end of junior year of high school and it definitely felt like there was this group that was a kind of uh forming the wall like it's like okay you can you can come play with us but not like to, to our level and i don't know maybe there was like a little bit of this like hurt people hurt people mentality thing going on but i always felt far more like this yearning for belonging and like not really getting that warm welcome that i was looking for um then with that group because back in high school i was more of like a person who i could get along like to a certain degree with everybody but there wasn't one group that was like hell yeah brett's here oh well <laughs> you know? piss off yeah i know listen i'm we're doing fine now so it's thank fine. god that you're, we're all good we're all yeah. good and it was just listen, your birthday uh, we played jenga yeah. We didn't play. I played a lot of Jenga. Lost almost every time. You lost a lot. I lost, lost a lot. lot. We're we're same age, right? 29? 29. Okay, so we're both. So one thing that I felt when I was, and we're going to get earnestly sentimental and appreciative for a second. That's It's like, you know, you're included in this where at that party, because I've definitely had a lot of like birthday anxiety in general and like birthday plans. Of course, yeah. Like anxiety in particular. I always And with do. that birthday that we had you know and just for the the plan for people listening is like it was very much a hey i'm gonna be at this bar at like this time just let's see what happens sort of thing uh just to make it a little bit more casual and i think this was the first year where i just felt like so fucking like happy and grateful Aww. and super appreciative of literally everybody who went like there wasn't one person there that i felt was some sort of like obligatory invite, like a coworker that like was like, oh, well, like if I invite so-and-so, I have to invite so-and-so. Or people, one thing I really like too, and I think I'm finding this a little bit more in late 20s as we approach the pregame to 30, if you will, um, is like I'm finding friends who, and, and keeping friends, like people in my life who are also receptive to the other people in my life you know there's no people that i invite to a thing and they're going to be like oh i have to make sure uh, or like this person might not get along with this no. person just, there's not as much of that anymore no god really nice. i remember that in my early 20s but now no not at all yeah and and i also think like 
almost like the pandemic, especially in New York, changed that because I think there is a little bit more of this openness to people uh, in a way that wasn't as much of a thing. Like I've definitely had friend groups change yeah. a good amount. Oh my God, moved. Yeah, so I don't know. I just I I feel very good about like the friendship pillar in my life. It was a lovely deal, and I was so happy to finally meet Camila too. Exactly. I mean, that's that's uh. Listen, like again, we had to have you on. We had to you know make sure you met in person. Now we're I just feel like you're not done with podcasting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see like what happens i mean i do love it oh something i really thought about you when you were talking about like you know the you know when lexi was asking you about it's like oh like couldn't you just kind of do sort of like influency freelancey right. stuff like full t- you know i mean obviously there's a way to do that but i think you and i are like and like we like that structure as totally. well and then kind of jumping off of that too i think another thing that made you know, our podcast, like not necessarily made our podcast difficult, but something I learned in like doing the the podcast is especially when we, um, you know, it started getting to the point where it wasn't just like, oh, we're doing this for funsies and that's it. Like when there was a little bit of a blend of like, we're doing this for funsies, but we're also like, you know, really, you know, Camila works in podcasting, you know, full time. And, you know, we want the audio to sound like the right way. We want it to sound smooth and clean. And that's going to take a lot of time and effort. Um, and it goes back to this whole thing of this pressure to like monetize our our passions, Literally. our interests. Like, oh, it's, if there's any way to like fucking crank some money out of this like hobby that I have, we got to find it. Right. Um and uh, because I've really found that every time I've done that, like in my life, it's definitely tarnished the hobby, you know, every time. Yeah, I don't even. So I don't know what to do with that. I think that was another thing that happened to me was like, it's it started feeling like kind of like a job, which it, yeah. it was. But I was like, you know, maybe it lost its luster. And I don't know if it's yeah. just because so many people have podcasts now, which obviously like everyone is welcome to do but it's like when podcasting became less unique and like there were Mm. so many out there i just was like okay yeah like i don't i don't know i gotta drop this yeah 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 and and that's like the thing is like if your relationship with like your own podcasting or your own hobby changes then that's gonna likely be like reflective in the work too you know not that it very evidently was but it maybe takes a lot more emotional effort to make it so it doesn't come out in the work i agree okay i know you have a meeting in five minutes so i do gotta have a home run closer obviously we're not gonna pitch the podcast but you're still all over the twits so um share your your twitter and your insta and all that stuff so i'll share three things we got Twitter, Brett S. Vergara. Yep. And then Instagram, it's Brett S. Vergara. And keep it uniform there. And then my Peloton handle. Oh, yeah, is, of course. It's just Brett Vergara. There's no S in that one. What's your middle name? Uh, Star. Oh, I like. Yeah. It's with a double R, like Ringo. Star. It's my mom's last name. So I, I was not expecting that, but I love it. Yeah. It, honestly, it was my I was like go-to, Samuel? like, fun 
Yeah, it was like my go-to ice-breaking fun fact in like college. Oh my like god, I love that. that I, was, I don't know why I've like, never asked that question. Okay. Yeah, cool. I, I always love the middle name question because I'm like, I'm gonna fucking win. Here we go. We got oh my this. god, I'm really proud of that one. Well, everyone, follow him on Peloton. Yeah, follow. You know, maybe I should change both of us. my my name right now is like kind of a joke, but maybe I should change it so that I'm findable too. There's there's two different camps. There's like the you gotta go for like some sort of like Peloton pun name, or you just like. Me. This is me. It's me. I'm yeah. an influencer on Peloton. Okay, text yeah. me when you're ready to work out. I'll be I'll be ready to go. Hell yeah, we'll do. Looking forward to it. XOXO Brett Star. I think you should just go by Brett Star. Okay, bye!